What's vulnerability look like for you? You see, vulnerability, it feels very difficult. Maybe for you, definitely for me. And the idea of like pulling away that mask, pulling away that armor, pulling away the idea of, hey, let me show you who exactly I am, that's scary and that's hard. That's something in therapy that takes time as I've been in therapy on a weekly basis for over a year and diving into the, the shit that I've been involved in, diving into the shit that's inside of me and saying, hey, this isn't pretty, but we're going to pull this back and we're going to take a look at it. We're going to shine some light on it and figure out, hey, this is where we are. This is where I need to go. What's vulnerability feel like for you? For if you guys haven't seen Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly, Here's a picture of it, but Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. So on here, they ask a bunch of people of what vulnerability feels like for them. So I want you to listen to it real quick. So they ask a bunch of people, uh, finish the sentence, vulnerability is, okay? Vulnerability is sharing an unpopular opinion. Vulnerability is standing up for myself. Vulnerability is asking for help. Vulnerability is sometimes saying no. Starting my own business. Helping someone through breast cancer. Initiating sex with my wife, initiating sex with my husband, hearing how much my son wants to make their first chair in the orchestra and encouraging him while knowing it's probably not going to happen. Vulnerability is calling a friend whose child just died, signing up for my mom for hospice care, the first date after my divorce, saying I love you first, not knowing if I'm going to get it back, writing something I wrote or a piece of art that I made, getting promoted and not knowing if I'm going to succeed. Vulnerability is getting fired, falling in love, trying something new, bringing a new boyfriend home, getting pregnant after three miscarriages. Vulnerability is waiting for the biopsy to come back, reaching out to my son who's going through a difficult divorce, exercising in public, especially when I know that I don't know what I'm doing and I'm out of shape. Vulnerability is admitting that I'm afraid, stepping up to the plate after a series of strikeouts, telling my CEO that we won't make payroll next month laying off employees, presenting my product to the world and getting no response, standing up for myself, for friends when someone else is critical or gossiping, vulnerability is being accountable, asking for forgiveness, asking for faith. Do you connect with any of those? Are those ones that kind of stand out to you of like, hey, that resonates with me with vulnerability. You see, with the people that I work with on a day-to-day basis in in coaching and in one-on-ones, there's an aspect that I have to start opening up and being vulnerable to them, but they have to start being vulnerable to me so that I can actually come alongside and be like, hey, this is where you are. And as we start working through things, we work through their emotions, their feelings, to figure out what the story is that they're telling themselves, to dive deeper and deeper to say, hey, you're at point A, and you thought point A was up here, point A is actually back here. But that's okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't say anything bad about you. It just says, you're at point A. Let's make a plan to get to point B, point C, D, and on it goes. And we can't do that without vulnerability. So what does vulnerability feel like? I'm going to reference back to the book again. Okay. When they asked the question, how does vulnerability feel? The answers were equally as powerful. Vulnerability feels like it's taking the mask and hoping the real me isn't too disappointing. It's not sucking at it anymore. It's where courage and fear meet. You're halfway across a tightrope and moving forward and going back are both just as scary. Vulnerability feels like palms sweaty, 
and a racing heart. Scary and exciting, terrifying and hopeful. Taking off a straitjacket, going out on a limb, a very, very high limb. Taking the first step towards what you feel fear the most in life, being all in. It seems so awkward and scary, but it makes me human and alive. Vulnerability is a lump in my throat and a knot in my chest. The ter- terrifying point on a roller coaster when you're about to tip over the edge and take a plunge. Side note, I don't like roller coasters. Either because I'm not in control or because it feels like vulnerability. I don't know. Don't like roller coasters. Vulnerability feels like freedom and liberation. Vulnerability feels like fear every single time. Panic, anxiety, fear, hysteria, followed by freedom, pride, amazement, and then a little more panic. Vulnerability fears like burying your belly in the face of the enemy. Infinitely terrifying and achingly necessary. I know it's happening when I feel the need to strike first before I'm struck. It feels like free falling. Like the time between hearing a gunshot and waiting to see if you're hit. Vulnerability feels like letting go. And the answers that appeared over and over in all our efforts to better understand vulnerability, naked. Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Vulnerability is like being naked on stage and hoping for applause rather than laughter. It's being naked when everyone else is fully clothed. It feels like the naked dream. You're in the airport and you're stark naked. Maybe you've experienced those dreams. Maybe you've experienced those thoughts. And vulnerability feels like weakness a lot of times. It feels like it's not something that you're capable of going through. Or it feels like that panic, that anxiety, that thought of maybe I won't be accepted as who I am. All those things are stuff that I struggle with on a day-to-day basis. Maybe I won't be the father that I'm supposed to be. Maybe I won't be the husband that I'm supposed to be. Maybe I won't continue to change to grow like I'm supposed to. And those doubts and thoughts want to come in every single day. And I have to go back to the basics and understand that vulnerability for me equals change. Because if I'm not vulnerable, what it means is I start putting up walls. I start putting up defenses. I start putting up a mask over my face to say, hey, this is what I want you to see. Not the broken person underneath. And not the person that's scared of being vulnerable. I work with people every single day that are dealing with vulnerability. And there's a big aspect when I talk to people that they are scared of where they are and they're scared sometimes of who they are or how they're living now or how they're feeling now. And a lot of times people don't want to embrace that idea of vulnerability because embracing that idea of vulnerability has to have them admit this is what I've been put through. 
This is what I've had to endure. This is the abuse that's ravaged my life. And as I talk to people and we lay out the map and the groundwork of where they're going, of working through the trauma bond to limbo land to the future vision, and as we work through those three things, the goal is, as we get vulnerable, it's not saying anything bad about you as a person. It's not saying anything bad about what's, um, what's affected you, what's affected your mentality, anything like that. Where you are is where you are. There's no judgment here. Trust me, I don't have room to judge. Based on everything that I've done in my past, based on all the people that I've hurt, I come to the table saying, hey, it's okay that you feel broken. I feel that way too. But let's work on a plan to be able to get you healing, to help you grow, and help you change to be a better person day to day. If that's you today and you want to talk, there's a link down my bio, or you can go to my website, rawmotivations.com, and you can check it out. You can see what I'm about. Like I've said, about narcissism is awareness, growth, healing, and change. And on this platform, I connect with a lot of different people. And I connect with people that I do one-on-ones, that I do coaching on a day-to-day, on a week-to-week basis. And as I work with these people, I work with two types of people. I work first and mainly with people who've suffered abuse from the hands of a narcissist, from the hands of a toxic person, from the hands of an abuser. It doesn't matter. Just people that have been shitted on. And I work with them to understand the truth of the situation. We come to the table, we deal with vulnerability, we deal with their feelings, with the facts, to figure out what's the story, what's the tale that they're telling themselves, pulling them back into that trauma bond. Then I also work with narcissists. I don't work with a lot of them. A lot of them don't come back. I'll interact with them and talk to them one or two times, or typically just one time. Normally their ex sent them a video of mine or something like that, and they reach out and they normally just want validation or to try to get away with something, and they normally don't come back. Well, because they normally don't change nor work on their healing. But I do keep that out there. Every once in a while, there's someone with narcissistic traits or that's been an asshole that I work with to try to help them get healing and change and be a better person in whatever aspect of life they're in. If you fit one of those categories and you want to talk, I would love to reach out and would love to interact with you. So click on the link down below. Follow me on some social media. I uh, would love to interact with you there. So we've got TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we've got these small videos that you can kind of check in throughout the day. Just get some truth, get some ideas, get some inspiration, hopefully. Maybe you're listening on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. Give us a review. We've got several different things that are coming out that way. If you're interested just in asking questions, and go live every Thursday night, typically Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. So when I go live, to be able to interact with people, to be able to give them ideas, thoughts, tips, tricks, anything like that to help them through where they are in their abusive relationship, how to get out, how to get healing, how to grow, how to change. Hope to see you then. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. 
We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.